I don't want to spoil my children. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents channel. My name is Jesse Durham. For today's addition to our quote series, we're going to address this sentiment of, I don't want to spoil my children, meaning I don't want to do something financially that's just going to ruin my children. Let me jump first and foremost to the, the, the most recent note that I wrote while preparing an outline for this particular episode. And that was, and it's not something that I initially wrote down. So I'm glad I re-looked at that and thought about it because what I, what I said was this, and this is for me as much as you. Now, if you can relate, let me know down in the comment section below or in a review. What I wrote down was, don't let this sentiment keep you from striving. Meaning, don't let this be a cop-out to say, well, if I underperform, because see, you know what you can do. You have an idea. Same for me. Uh, so I, I'm not saying that I've arrived yet, but what, I, what I'm saying is, is I'm not looking for an easy out to say that, well, they'll take care of themselves. I started with nothing. So can they. I don't. So if that's you, I mean, feel free to go to the next video or the next podcast that, of your choosing. But that's that's not what I want. I am looking. So I don't despise my upbringing. I appreciate it in a great many ways, and I hope you do too. But even if you don't, I am here to say that we should seek to raise the bar as high as possible. And I think that's going to tie into a better philosophy, which is one of stewardship, meaning we should wield our gifts, our opportunities, our capital. We're going to talk about money as well. Of course, but but it's the thinking behind, you know, what you do with capital that I believe is the more important. Even Nash in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, he addresses how people think about money, for example. OK, so I'm just right in line with that, I'm saying. So, yes, we should set the bar as high as possible. And this was the analogy that I thought of when when preparing to do this episode is I thought, well, we would never take a brand new driver, one of our children. We never take one of our children and put them in some Indy 500 level car, toss them the keys and say, good luck, have fun. It's not going to be fun. They need more than luck. We would not do that. Okay. So I am here to say, well, let's not do that financially. Shouldn't shouldn't they be and this is just where we're at in our family, right? Is when we get home from riding out and about somewhere, uh, out in public, all all three of our children are vying uh, for me to pull over at the start of our drive, let them get unbuckled, come up front where I'm at, and let them do the driving. They they can't hardly reach the the pedals just yet, so I'm I'm working the pedals. And, and they want to have a time to drive on our property. They want to have to a time to drive the rest of the way up to the house. So we start with that before we level up, and then we level up, and then we level up, and we level up. You know, me personally, so again, I'm just, I'm just saying in this thinking, it's like I had lots of opportunities to drive at home on our property growing up myself, and I loved it, and that was great, and I got to do more and more challenging things that were actually productive around the property, whether it was hauling something or pulling something up, just, just doing, and I was having a good time. I was working, 
sweating up a storm uh, on days like uh, today is actually I'm recording in the summertime right now but what I'm saying is is yes we're not going to throw a brand new driver into an Indy 500 car and if I'm saying that wrong don't hold that against me you know NASCAR you know you understand what I'm saying so let's not do that with finances yeah let's let's not just you know, without structure, without guidance, without laying out, you know, our philosophies and our thinking and, and actually allowing our children to work with us on things. See, I mean, me and my boys, we've done we've done a few business deals together, you know, at this point in the time of this recording. We've got in our sons a nine year old and a recent eight year old. And and we've done agreements on They've put up capital with me for renting out buildings where I'm giving my talk uh, to potential clients. You know, we've we've done deals together where they've helped me out with real estate investments. Uh, so, you know, we're doing things together. I'm encouraging you to do things together. I'm encouraging you to consider putting in systems into place where children aren't coming in blind on capital, you know, at your at your eventual graduation, at your eventual passing from this life to the next. Don't don't let, you know, this 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 money fall down on the next generation. Let them have worked up the the musculature to to handle that and then to grow that and to scale that and and affect, you know, the next generation even more and the things that you care about even more. So Let's let's be intentional about the systems that we put in place, the philosophies that we share, the experiences that the experiences that we capitalize on together. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's let's do that. So training training up children in in, in a way is is a great thing, you know, and of course, I, I, I couldn't think about this sentiment without coming across the prodigal son example from Scripture. So, you know, a guy had two sons. One of them, diligent, honest, working, respectful. You know, the other one, not not so much. A bit of rebellion in him. And he wanted his inheritance. And, you know, what I'd point out right there is, did the dad have to give him the inheritance then? No. You know, if you see something in, 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 in that next generation or in a particular family member, do you have to say yes and enable bad decisions? No. You know, you could be a good steward over what you have. And you can make sure that it's going to be stewarded well after you. So during your lifetime and after your lifetime. So these are really this is a really big topic. And, you know, I love talking about legacy issues. But in that scenario, that son was given that money. And, and what happened? I mean, he, he blew it. You know, there's a happy ending to that story. So I encourage you to read that for 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 lots of good reasons. But my, my point there, first point at least, is, you know, did the did the father have to, you know, give that inheritance then? No, sure didn't. You know, could there have been stipulations? Could there have been a time? Could there have been, you know, more work done up front? And, and I don't know. You know, I don't we, we don't know all the details about that story. We just know what we can read right now. And there's enough to think on and chew on there such as it is. And again, there's a happy ending to that story. Son comes back home. They're reconciled. It's good. But I'm saying let's let's try and avoid any pitfalls if we can uh, for sure. You know, recently. I actually, because I talk about Dave Ramsey stuff a, a fairly good bit, and 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 I, 
I combat the things that I believe he says, you know, in error, ignorance, or, or what have you. But also, I appreciate him for so many things. And he's, he's a lot of, he's very enjoyable for me to read behind. And I've recently read his book, Legacy Journey, just finished that fairly recently. Really enjoyed that. Got lots of great ideas uh, from that book. I would encourage you to check out that book, Legacy Journey by Dave Ramsey. Really cool. But there's, there's a paradigm shift when it comes to implementing this idea of becoming your own banker, okay? We can't be carrying sayings like this around intentionally, okay? Because becoming your own banker, it's a paradigm shift. It means that we are intentionally and purposefully acting and thinking in an intergenerational way so that we can have financial independence and we can perpetuate that to the future generations, so I hope that this has been thought-provoking. I hope that this has been a word of encouragement for you. And if you're vetting this idea of becoming your own banker and you'd like to have a conversation, I'm going to encourage you to contact us via our website. There you can watch our full free presentation that's an introduction to this idea of becoming your own banker. And you could see what that looks like. Then you could book a call with me so we could talk about your particular financial situation. And I do look forward to that call. Our website is www.durhamtalents.com. And I hope this has been a great help to you. I look forward to our next conversation. Have a great day. Take care. Yeah, Jesse should have these ready ahead of time soon. For today's edition of our quick... Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to talk about not spoiling the kiddos. The children... The wee little goats. It's kids. That's not what a young goat is. That's funny. Yes, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil my children. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents. No, Doc. You gotta. Yes, you gotta do the thing. You gotta. You gotta five, four, three, two, one for the video editor. And you gotta do the blinkity blink blink. There you go, I did it. Um...